everybody, and welcome to The Higher Estate, where we talk about all things related to cannabis and health and wellness, bridging the gap, really, between the... What's so funny? You like how I changed my voice? That was pretty good, eh? Huh? Oh, man, bridges, I almost drank this. Bridging the gap between, um, I don't know, the, the lifestyle world and medicine. Today, we're actually switching uh, gears a little bit today. I have... Uh, well, today my co-host sitting right next to me, Rena. We're gonna start off talking to her, because because why not? Because we love her, and uh, we're gonna talk about uh, the black market, uh, the state the state of the black market. Also gonna go through some uh, interesting news. There wasn't a whole lot this week, but there's a couple things that we got to talk about. But then. We're going to get into a really interesting conversation, something that happens that, you know, questions we get asked all the time in, uh, in our clinic and specifically, uh, you know, the physicians get asked is what's the, um, what's the dealio with cannabis and sexual health and sensuality and sexuality? And so I thought the best way to bridge that conversation is to bring on somebody who spends most of her time educating uh, the public and uh, talks about sexual health and is sex educator and that's uh, Katrina who's the uh, cannabis uh, priestess and uh, she'll be here she's going to show up a little bit later on and we're going to have a really good conversation about the health of uh, sexual health and what the benefits are of sex and masturbation and uh, how cannabis is involved with that is that funny? Yeah, but I, I thought of my own benefits Oh right <laughs> Okay, great. I'm sitting here saying, how can this go wrong? How can this go wrong at all? I, I tried getting Dr. Squizzato to take my place today. She said no. <laughs> so, uh, but it's, it's an important conversation. And I think talking about things like uh, empowering, empowerment in the bedroom and, uh, and, and consent and... Uh, uh, conscious conversations; those are really important for uh, for overall general well-being. And what are the benefits of cannabis in uh, in um, in sexual health? I mean, right now it's one of the largest. I think it's like a super fad right now, and it's really uh, lots of companies coming out, you know, with products and lubricants. And what does all that all mean? So I'll go through some of the science. Katrina is going to go through I don't know some of the uh, sexual health stuff, and Rena's going to enter her comments in between all of this while I feel really awkward and strange sitting in the middle. But it's really important and I think more physicians need to talk about it. Um, and it's a problem because there's not really many outlets to talk about it. Anyway, we're going to get Rena uh, started because I don't know. Katrina should be here in a little bit. She finished something at three o'clock. So, Rena, first of all, what's happening? Oh, not much. Where's Katrina coming from today? I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. I think she's, you know, maybe she's working. Oh, no, she's here for, yeah, she's actually here today. She's uh, here for a couple weeks. So she's, she's in Thailand. I don't know where she's. I'll let her tell you where she, I have no idea. I think she like was a nomadic wanderer for the last year. So we'll find out where she's, where she is. So, uh, so since last we spoke, we were at uh, Canacrawl together. How was that? That was excellent. It was phenomenal for me because it was the first time that we held it in a cultural setting. Um, How'd that go over? Fantastic. Really? Yeah, my, my elders were very, very impressed and really embraced what we 
did. They've been trying to encourage us to, um, you know, to utilize their venue for quite some time now. Um, but, you know, it took a lot of conversation because I wanted to make sure that we were all on the same page and that this was something, you know, it's we're still trotting on a very fine line, right? Like it's, uh, you know, some of the companies that are there are completely legit, but some of us are still trying to find a way in. And I don't want to jeopardize anything for so things worked out really well. Thank you so much. They were very impressed. They can't wait to have us back. They want us to do more. We're looking at, remember I was talking to you about doing something more along the lines of health fairs and wellness fairs? Yes. This is something they're it. very interested in doing. So um, this is something I'd like to explore more. And uh, you know, What do you want to do with that? What are your what are your thoughts around so, what you're thinking? Yeah, so the thoughts are, you know, something like a marketplace, of course, that will just kind of be an answer ancillary kind of a service on the side, but the emphasis would be on I, you know, the majority of the population in that club are aging. They're aging people and they have questions. Which so why don't you tell us where so it was at the uh Yeah, I can say it. Why not? Can you say it? Uh, can we say it? Do you not want to say it? Well, Do you feel like I, you know what? They're comfortable maybe not. with it. They they are comfortable with that. I was the one who was maybe a little bit less comfortable because I know that that's a group that's you know already been targeted in the yeah, past, of course. right? And you know the unfortunate truth is maybe it's best is, leaving it. Maybe out. maybe maybe possibly yeah. But you know it, it wouldn't be hard to find it if you really really wanted to know. But uh, you know a, a wonderful cultural organization that represents um, you know people of the Caribbean and and those who have immigrated uh by the way you're wearing earrings that have cannabis like little buds on them do you see these things they're so cool guys you have to check them out mellow moments mellow makes them and she makes them from actual craft cannabis buds so let me ask you a question cool love your love your glass by the way you notice i don't have a swear jar here today i'm working on i'm working <laughs> on today great. actually today i'm working on not swearing so i took away the swear jar i think i've realized that it's a lot of fun clicking and stuff so today i consciously kept it away so that i don't swear maybe that's that'll, so funny yeah no we'll it's gonna, gonna help me um um oh yeah okay so uh, by the way, I don't think, Katrina, if you're listening, I'm not sure I told you the address. 1030 Upper oh, James. <laughs> and it's uh, Unit 101. This may not happen today. That's so funny. <laughs> if you're listening. But it'll say Synergy Health right on the thing. You're like, you can't You'll miss it. it. Google it. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. So, listen. Uh, you mentioned cultural. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I'm going to bring up a comment that you said this week. Oh, okay, yeah. Because sure. I think it's really important. How do you feel about me bringing that up? Fine. Good. Yeah, totally and fine. I think you should. I mean, I actually don't think it taboo. was... Yeah, I don't think there was anything taboo about it. No. And you know what it actually made me do? It, so this week, you, you wrote a comment, a post, yeah, saying that it's... Um, it's important to uh, do. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay. I don't, are you trying to show? Like we're live here. Rena, I love having oh you God. here. There's like ADD. Tell me. You're worse than me. Yeah. No. You just have this thing hanging down. <laughs> oh, like the other burger, golden yeah. burger. So, um, you wrote a post this week that talked about diversity on panels. Was it on panels or diversity in, in the, the industry? In the industry overall, yeah, right. and representation. And, right. Uh, so yeah. I, I went and looked at that panel because that actually it was like, oh, that's really interesting because, you know, I think from my perspective, we brought this up once before when we spoke about women in the industry and I had 
Abby and Amy here, and I think you were here too. And and my question was, or my question was, why do we even have to even talk about these things yeah. anymore? Because isn't it just, right. aren't we already there? Like yeah. the the our mindset is, I'm not looking at whether you're male, female, black, white, orange, green, purple, like anything. I'm looking at your knowledge. Yeah. I don't care what about all of those <laughs> things. But then the point is, and their point was raised, and it's a well a well raised point was but I'm looking at it from male privilege, mm -hmm. right? So I'm looking at it already from a perspective that <clears throat> I don't see it mm -hmm. because one, I don't believe in it. I mean, I know it exists, you have these and, the advantage but I have the advantage yeah. point of, I am invited to these things and uh, I don't think about it because I think we should already be beyond that, yeah. but I think we still have to raise those issues. Mm -hmm. And so it got me looking at that mm -hmm. at, at the panel mm -hmm. and you were the only person there of diversity on that mm -hmm. panel. I'm, am I correct? When yeah, I, absolutely. So, what are your thoughts? But what's happened from that? Like, I mean, I think it's an, it's it's important to raise. How do we increase the awareness? It's not even awareness. I don't know. There's, I don't know what to yeah. say about it. Yeah. What, so what there's, the fuck do there's, I say about it? <laughs> so there's I'm gonna so, get the swear chart. <laughs> there's so much to say about it, right? I mean, it's, you know, of course, it's it's easy to not see it if you're not, um, you know, experiencing that, right? But. Uh, when you really look at things, male privilege is one thing, but the other thing is so white male. I'll say white yeah, male privilege because yeah, yeah. so, I mean I don't even though I'm I'm of an ethnic minority, which is probably smaller than <laughs> than any other minority are, in the yeah, world. Yeah. Well, I'm so Jewish. I, I represent. I, yeah. They right. I represent less than one percent of the world's population there's 14 million of us in the world mm -hmm. you'd think there was a lot more but that's it in the entire world yeah and but i appearancely look of course like white male yeah. privilege so, so that's going to come with certain advantages right. right so um a preliminary discussion that we had with the panel prior to the actual event um you know brought up something very interesting and and the concern was why do we even have to have a women's panel Just right like you're saying but the, the point is, the unfortunate truth is that we have to, to emphasize the fact that the women are not being represented. Once we get to a point of equal representation, then we can do away with all of that. But the unfortunate truth is we have to do that right now. It sucks that we have to. Right. And not just that, having a women's panel and giving us one of the least desirable time slots, you know, that's also in competition with what you were doing and a lot of people i was torn right. i wanted to go you know to your seminars and and you know that it was a it was very poorly or like it, i wouldn't it, like we they meant well but it didn't it the timing was in our opinion in a lot of people's opinion it wasn't planned in a way to give us the best possible outcome for the audience that we wanted and intended to attract yeah so just to clear to clarify we're talking about a seminar or a conference that came that happened this past weekend um, I emceed uh, the second day where Cannabis Meets Healthcare, which was absolutely phenomenal. Um, it was great. We had huge, impactful lecturers, you know, Dr. Mike Verbora. We had Celeste Thurlwell. We had um, uh, Tina, the, the lawyer, Tina Fraser. Tina yeah. Fraser. And uh, we had uh, Raheem Dalla. Mm -hmm. We had like some really... Was in the green room with us. Yeah, we had yeah. some really... And then I lectured at the end and I still emceed the day and it was just super high impactful. Mm -hmm. But uh, first, I mean, whoever made it to my lecture at the end, it was four o'clock. We were all yeah, exhausted. I wanted to go. But, <clears throat> but at the same time as that was happening, it started in the morning, there was the women's breakfast mm -hmm. and there was the <clears throat> women in cannabis panel. And... And at surprisingly, 8 it still had a really packed. great attendance. Oh, yeah. yeah, like it was, it was almost sold out. Yeah. But at the same time, that showed you 
how much of a need there is to present this at a time that would be, you know, more accessible to more people. Right. Um, you know, there were tons of people who said that they wanted to come, but, you know, because of kids or because of this or that, the other, just it wasn't possible to make it there for eight in the morning. And, you know, I appreciate it. This is, again, not a reflection on the expo. Oh, cannabis, I do think, made efforts to create you know, inclusion here and there, but we're still at the beginning. So, you know, um, they're open to it. The good thing is that they are open to it and they're open to the feedback because after my post, they did reach out to me, um, you know, somewhat apologetically, you know, and they expressed that this was not the intention and they wanted to know Here, what the... Yeah, here's what I'll what say happened. about that. There was zero n malintent yeah. at all. Yeah, I'll tell you, I'm it sure. wasn't a malicious... I'm sure. It wasn't malicious at yeah. all, which I think also brings up the point of there are things that we still have to think about, you know, because we, <clears> you know, I... Yeah, so the I way that I expressed to them was, you I know, it, was it wasn't a reflection on them. No, my post had not. nothing to do with them. More so about the the idea that this is a recurring theme. Yeah. Like, um, you it know, worked out well. The it, whole it worked week. out very well. Um, I've been blessed to be asked to speak numerous times on numerous panels, interviews, newspaper articles, you name it. And the social justice piece and the inclusion piece is something that I always speak about. And I have yeah. to tell you, like. Eighty percent of the time, it gets edited out, and yeah. so this is you know it's become really really gets edited out all the time. You know, it, yeah, it, you know whether it's you know for whatever reason. Right? You know what's like, funny though? So yeah, I, I've got something very. <laughs> it's not funny, but something quite similar when in California when I do when we do all those retreats and all that stuff, and uh, they interview um, myself and then they interview my partner out mm -hmm. there, Sari, and they're they and they inter they're at, there it's more of like a lifestyle thing but they still ask me all the medical stuff i'm always edited out always there's not a thing that comes out about medical in california it's like they edit me like i'll do like these two-hour interviews tell them all this stuff and i'm literally edited yeah. till like there's nothing left just to whatever they need you yeah. To say. yeah 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 to exactly so, the purpose, so yeah. there's whatever it is people bad. have like a, yeah. a mission you know or yeah. whatever a vision so that's what i told them is is it's not so much a you know a, a crack at them as much as it is that you know organi organizations and expos like this that have the ability to impact a lot of people's thoughts and specifically that target audience of people who are helping to create this new industry right now like they were all in there that was a very important thing for them to to hear and i didn't hear that resonating anywhere um i i read that there was a diversity panel unfortunately i don't even know where and when it was yeah. because i didn't see any advertising done around it yeah. i don't know who was involved i'd like to see who the actual panel members were yeah. Um, that's definitely something I'm going to take a peek into. But, you know, again, um, a professional expo that's truly about progress is going to take this as constructive and they're going to do something about it. So they, they did express that they love my quote. They'd like to use it, you know, at a future expo or in the future, you know, at some of their advertising. Yeah, and I don't think anybody was upset blah. with it. It was just, no. you know, there was no just. It I was just great. Was just, yeah, they want to be part of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. is good because diversity just, is so important. Yeah, totally. I think they just, you know, they just wanted to make sure that there wasn't like an actual incident that occurred yeah. that, you know, I, I just, you know, I was hoping that it would have been up on the screen when I saw all of the other quotes. I was admittedly oh, very hold disappointed. Hold on, so you sent your quote oh, yeah, in they, before? They requested, they requested a so, quote from oh, each panelist. So this is what this happened. changes yeah. so the way that I see this They requested a quote I from each you panelist were just, as like a last frame of thought. You know, what's your, what's your you know, what, what do you want to impart on the crowd as you leave here today? What's going to be your lasting quote or whatever? 
So we were all um, asked to come up with something that represents, you know, what we're essentially talking about, you know, sum it up or whatever. So that was my quote. And I saw the quotes come up at the end. And they left your and quote out. There. Now that's like, douchebag. Oh okay, change my mind. So that's, that's so hold on a sec. So okay, so, so now can I go who back? Left it out and blah, blah. I don't oh, know. Oh, they're who saying left they didn't out. know. They're saying they didn't know. Yeah. So they're kind of like that? looking into that. You know, I don't know. And it I could think have been... they do. I think the organizers are yeah. super, super inclusive humans. Like, yeah. I know who they are. Yeah, They're... and I think, you know, it was probably just someone's judgment. Maybe they read it and thought, oh, that might ruffle some feathers. Maybe we should leave it out. Or I don't know. I don't know. I didn't think it was an, uh, you know, Having today's conversations yeah. are going to ruffle feathers. Yeah. Like, these are things right. we have to attack and not be afraid we to attack. We have to. And not just attack it. Like, this is the truth. Wake up, right. folks. Hello. This is not, you know... Oh, you know, I need to teach people. This is no. This is what it is. This yeah. is what it's been. It's time to like you know see through the bullshit. We need to stop. Like, why can't we just stop right now? Why is it? Why can we be tolerant right. of certain things because they don't affect us, and then other things, you know, when they're in our face, we're so you know up and arise against. We have to be that way when it impacts other people all the time, you know. So to me, this it's it's huge because I see all kinds of people, like people who have lost their homes and almost lost their businesses and all kinds of things, you know, just because of all of the ramifications and effects and, you know, after effects. Well, that, that brings me to, to what yeah. I really wanted to tell. Another thing I wanted to talk to you today yeah. about, I mentioned it, I think, last week, but there was a quote in uh, Murder Mountain that really got to me. And uh, um, it, the documentary on Netflix. I Murder thought, Mountain. Yeah, I thought you saw it. I thought we spoke about it. Oh, no, no. Murder Mountain's about the cannabis industry in uh, Humboldt County. Like, it is super intense. Like, yeah, it's, uh, it's more like the dark side of, of, of organized yeah. sort of crime side. But, yeah. I mean, it's also a whole lot of families and uh, just farmers. Some of it just, like, people that I've met through that here around there, and especially the women that go and train and stuff. Yeah. And a lot of, it's the most, uh, I mean, it's a state, it's the state or the city limits where most people in California disappear. Um, and there's more reported missing people there than anywhere else in the state of California. So uh, Murder Mountain looks at that. But one of the things that also dives into is the cultural beginnings of how uh, Humboldt County started and uh, the farmers that are just there trying to grow their crops and, uh, and be left alone. <clears throat> and, but one of the quotes that really got to me uh, and which I wanted to bring up to you today because you work in, your, or I wouldn't say, I don't know, I don't want to use words, but... Um, we're involved in the community, but, you know, I don't know how to say we were involved with the black market, gray market, any market. The legacy market. Okay, that's a good, right? ah, fair. Yeah, yeah, why not? I mean, the legacy it's guys true. that start businesses, yeah. they're not and, in, they're all the first term. guys out. Mm -hmm. I like that, yeah, the Ms. legacy Ms. market. Yeah, Ms. D, Ms. D of, uh, oh my gosh, her, I like that. her that's a new organization word. escapes me. Yeah, she actually has a few cannabis businesses on the West Coast. But she came up with that. She's like, why are we always calling everything bad black? I She's agree. like, legacy so market. I thought about that as well while yeah. I was even <laughs> writing the word black market. Like, where does that come from? Ooh. Anyway, I love the night. and It's my favorite time of the day. I know um, you like the darkness. Sure do. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that, yeah, no, listen, all the, all the good stuff comes out at night. So yeah, the... Uh, it's true. I like that term, the legacy market. We heard yeah. that. I'm going to be like, right. why do we call all they things? They were the first. For sure. That's and, what and in businesses, people that start businesses and they who leave, they're called the legacy guys. Mm -hmm. You know, the legacy guys are always out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're all, exactly. Okay, mm -hmm. so I like that. The legacy market. Very nice, very nice marketing uh, propaganda. Play. Oh, 
that oh, doesn't snap. sound is that good. katrina no. <laughs> i don't know if she's even here i don't think she's gonna find her way here but i hope she does okay so here's the quote nobody's gotten into a car accident just yet all right here's the quote uh legalization has done in one month in california what prohibition couldn't do in 40 years think about that right people since legalization in humboldt county during the legacy era the market was flourishing farmers were flourishing markets were flourishing people were like had businesses they had employees there was like economy like sure at the same time there was nobody paying taxes to help those who were actually you know like us busting our our tails off and and paying for health care and all the other stuff but still there was a flourishing market a month into legalization most of these guys are closed down the shops are gonzo i mean i'm surprised that our governments didn't figure it out for a hundred years but um uh, no i right because they're right there i mean it it is super slow legalization has effectively torn apart the legacy market am i wrong or am i so this is the argument <clears throat> that's the question let's have a debate i would say that's not the case um okay. i would say that in fact, uh, you know, maybe a lot of storefronts are closed. Dispensaries. How uh, many are yeah. left here? Uh, I, uh, here, are we talking Hamilton or California? Yeah. Here. Oh, shucks. Okay, like so Zippo. two totally different stories because no. it's it's actually still totally flourishing in California. They're yeah. like, um, in fact, in California. Hey, look who's made it! Hey, hey. hey. we were just making jokes that we're just, you were outside honking your horn. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Calling us out for on, smoke. Come on, sit down. Hey, <laughs> welcome. <laughs> We're live. You can say hi. Hello. Hello, camera. Hi, hey, how cameras. Are you? Good to see you. Do you guys know each other? We yes. met at the retreat. All right. Oh, right. That's right. <laughs> she told me about mango and cannabis. Oh, right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it, yes, yes. I mean, it's true. You don't want to be taking it unless you're, you want to take it. Yeah. And unless keep going. you want to fly a little higher. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, the science behind it, uh, who knows? But I mean, there's Myrcine? Some, Myrcine. I mean, is it? But it? if you cook it, I had read that. Terpenes are no longer effective in terms of their effects. You Correct. can still taste them, but you're not going to feel the effects Correct. anymore. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So True. the whole idea of pairing cannabis terpenes with cannabis cooking and cooking it into it is like kind of squashed right. unless you're making like a dressing or something Correct. where you're not. Good. <laughs> that's so funny. I'm glad. I, I remember reading. I'm glad. That I'm, I'm, like, I'm ah. glad that you dispelled a myth. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Thanks. Good so, job. Totally so topic, just but. we're we're talking right now about the. Um, the Katrina's the, here. The state. Hi. The state. Oh, uh, it's pretty directional, by the way. So I don't have to do anything. No, uh, you're good. Is she good? You're good. She's good. The state of um, <laughs> we're now calling it the legacy market, which is takes over the word of black market. Oh. Uh, for cannabis, it's I a great, like great, that. a great name. Yeah. So the state of <laughs> the legacy market, and uh, the question that we're debating is uh, a quote that I I I heard. Uh, in a documentary on Netflix called Murder Mountain. And it said legalization is done in one month in California what prohibition couldn't do in 40 years. And, uh, and, and that's because everything now and like all the dispensary or all the like all of Humboldt County has basically fallen apart and people are losing their houses and the police are doing more raids and don't really care anymore to do them. They used to be very afraid to go to Humboldt because they were, Humboldt was just as armed as or mm. this mountain was just as armed as everybody else was. So the question like is cannabis land. I feel really ignorant. Right yeah, now, it's like can, Humboldt is like is where is like the 
the hub it's of the, it. It is the golden yeah. triangle. Yeah, the green triangle. Yeah, yeah about 80% of all of the like North America's cannabis comes from that one region. In California. In, in Cal the is one region in California. California. It's yeah. super north. It's like five, it's five hours north of uh, San Francisco. Okay. Yeah, you have. Yeah, yeah. And so you're saying it's a ghost town now. Well, it's always been a little ghosty, but it's it's now start like the people that that were flourishing there, the farmers that were there, mm. are uh, are having a really hard time. So my question, my argument is, is this the state of of affairs here? Is that really what's happening? And uh, what her thoughts were on that? Oh, it's a little for different. Bringing me up yeah. to oh, speed. Oh. So it, it is a little different here um, than it is in California. Um, and and you might be able to find some stuff supporting this. So it did rock the dispensary business quite a bit. But um, I, I think you'll be surprised to find that California has actually had a spike in new grow operations and new grow stuff. They really? Like legal yeah. ones or um, illegal ones? Um, they're talking illicit. They're, illicit is mostly what they're talking about. Right? Okay. That's really what they care about and they print news about. But um, so the, I, what I read is that the government's kind of, they're kind of taking their hands off because they, they can't no. handle it. And, and so... Tell you, I received, uh, when, you know, just having Canada, the retreat in, um, in, when we were in Joshua Tree, San Bernardino County sent me like this nasty letter saying, don't ever come back here. Oh, and we don't to. even do cannabis. Yeah, like we don't even sell, we do nothing to sell. We just yeah. educate people and sit in ceremony. And so, yeah. San Bernardino is like Joshua Tree, Ojai, like all the, like, you know, Palm Springs. I don't know state to state, but I know that, um, I, think the, I know the state trees, overall. Palm Springs, that doesn't that look, don't I look like a palm tree? You look like a palm tree. Yeah. I know that overall the state was supposed to license close to 2,000 dispensaries and currently they have less than 600. And what's happened is because the regulations are so astringent and strict and, and it's costly, a lot of dispensaries have gone out of business. They, they can't afford to stay in business and legalize and, yeah. and do the whole thing. So what I've read is that like the illicit legacy market has actually really taken off. Really? And that they actually have a lower number of um, dispensaries and stores starting up. And so there's a movement and they're basically, you know, just the same movement as always, support and include craft. Include the craft market, make it doable, make it accessible, and you're not going to have this problem. In fact, um, you can find some testament to this, believe it or not. Um, so like Old Testament? I don't know. I'm, <laughs> I'm just I'm, see, I'm talking shit again. Believe it or this not. This is me not having a swear jar here today because I'm trying to be super professional today, so okay? So this is wild so to that, say, yeah, though. Yeah, this is like super profession day. You're always professional. Uh, of course. Look at all these notes. Yeah, but, no, like, this, what is, is yeah this? this is my research, yo. I notes. I don't think I've ever seen you work so hard. I, I don't <laughs> usually don't. <laughs> He's always working hard. I don't usually but work this, this hard. This is very interesting. I just, you know, gotta make sure. Okay. So some experts Let's are actually no, and I will find the articles to show you. Some experts. I like are the actually, some experts. They're predicting. It's better than research shows. The legacy market's tearing apart the legal market right now, essentially. In Canada. In California. So, no, I don't buy it. Yes, I will show you. It's it's well, actually it. toppling what? the market. Over I don't there. buy it. Yes. Is no, it? It is. Because yes. in here, it's still eighty yeah. percent like. 
We, no, dispensaries have gone down. We have no, no, no. But in left. Canada, we have oh, none left in Hamilton. Yeah. But in Canada, it, the the black market is flourishing. So depending on uh, Pro province, province. province is different, of course, right? Yeah. You know, it's embraced out west, so you know we're including craft and and things are flourishing out here. I mean, the illicit market is is still what it was. It's not what it was maybe six months ago or even a year ago because of you know the obvious. You know, um, there's an emphasis on on making sure that uh, they that they perform their raids. I mean, Ford came out and basically right. gave the command that, you know, they need to, to go gangbusters on everybody. So, um, but it, I mean, it's obviously still he also, they also right? just put in another 17 million to health and to safety and whatever that means. Yeah. 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 In fact, um, Anna Maria is speaking today um, with the Senate. Uh, she's presenting. Who's today, that? Uh, the founder of Cannabis Amnesty. Oh, oh, the one I, the one yeah, I drove home? The one you drove home. Oh, yeah, see, yeah. I knew her name. Yeah, this whole time today. I was just pretending. Yeah, actually, uh, probably as we speak. Really? When she's supposed to be speaking, yeah. So How's that going? So, Cam Cannabis Amnesty, which is a great, we speak about that all the time here. Uh, since Seth Rogen, Rogen, is that his name? Seth, yeah. Seth Rogen, yeah, no, like... Uh, endorsing it has have are we are we getting some more yeah, names i think that we pretty names? much i think that we're at our target for signatures um the really? signatures yeah the signatures honestly were just like uh you know an additional push to show the government that you know no it's not just 10 of us or even a few thousand of us you know pretty much most of canada's behind us with this message that you know if you're saying that it's no longer a crime and it wasn't a crime in the first place then shake it up you know yeah <laughs> you know, i mean california's like, done it a whole bunch of times right yeah um cali has there there are tons of um various cities throughout the united states it's not a state thing as much as it is municipalities that are adapting it over there so um san francisco even has ai where they're doing all out expungements and i have AI. ira <laughs> i don't know what it what's I ai have, what are we talking about artificial intelligence. Oh, like, okay i'm gonna start pulling out like i have frcp oh, i don't know what fuck you're talking because about sorry it yeah, will be i've sworn a lot less it's been a half hour i can count three he's times he's not gonna stop swearing no i am it, it wasn't all it was well, it's we, it's, we can do swearing on credit though someone oh. can someone can oh, keep that's track. good i love credit but um it's so like, yeah you know it's possible and people are doing it we just need to show our government that you know there's no reason why we need to lag behind uh and and if we claim that we're progressive you know in terms of our social uh policies social justice and, and what have you and if if we claim that we are fair in terms mm -hmm. of social justice you know concerns then hello you know we're a little bit behind on the boat for that one yeah we're talking so, about letting people out of jail for things that they are related to cannabis. Yeah. Yeah. We're talking about not just letting them out of jail. We're talking about expunging, expunging their records, their records yeah. meaning that they should never have had a record in the yeah, first place. Because yeah. the question is, if a law is unjust on its face, why? And and then that law is repealed. Why should somebody have suffered the consequences in the first place? Well, it feels like a really weird time because I've been away for eight months. And when I left, I would just walk to the corner store and buy a pre-roll and go changed, smoke it in right? the park. Yeah. And now... Right, you've been gone for eight yes. months. So what have you noticed since well, you've come back? It feels like, where is everybody getting weed? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's harder, for sure. Yeah. Uh, no, but that's a real question. Where are they getting <laughs> weed? <laughs> like, where is it? I think there's uh, Hello Cannabis opened up yeah, in Dundas. we have our few legal stores There's now, two so, of yeah. them. One yeah. is open, or both open. Or, or your former dealer. Right. <laughs> I have a feeling that most people are still going to their... But here's yeah. the problem. The problem is the general public. Okay, so I and mean, so this is what's happening I have in two, California. If I have you're saying two problems. If you don't embrace the craft market, 
the legal market's going to fold. It's already starting to happen. And that's what will happen here as well. Because right. people are, like the majority of people who smoke cannabis and already support the legacy market have already stated that they're not planning on going into the OCS to pay double the price right. for, yeah. you know, half the quality product. So yeah. I think, though, remember, we're at, you know, remember Abby's statement, you know, the now we're in the evolution. Yes. I think time and this is, is the beginning. Right. Yes. So this is. is this is the beginning. This is stage number yes. one. Yes. Of course, there's no way yes. to know. I think the craft market will start to be embraced a little bit Question. more. Yeah. What's the craft market? Okay, great. Yeah. Um, Good like, yeah. can yeah, tell them what the no, craft, you know, you can. Okay, all right. So just, you know, the regular ma and pa farmers who have been doing okay. it from the beginning of time. Yeah. Not oh the God. licensed producers. Yep. Right. Like the people that are growing. Those heinous criminals. Right. Ah. So it's, yeah, it's yeah. not J-Lore, it's whatever. You know what I mean? Isn't that like a name of a wine? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm a, ba I'm a baby Amarone, like, you know, a little bit. But then again, you know, you put wedding cake in front of me, like you put like, you know. Uh, oh, nice, eh? Brings up wedding yeah. cake. Look at that. Look, That's a look I'm bringing out all my old knowledge. <laughs> you know, but which to me, like, which is a, which is a, you know, one would call it a, like, well, um, chem uh, like, uh, uh, cultivar, I guess, is what you would call that, otherwise known as a strain. Hmm. Um, just more technical. So, cultivar is a new word for me. Oh, is it? So, cultivar <laughs> yeah. is actually. Nice so, uh, cultivar. Okay, here's my little knowledge, and then we're gonna move on, because we I, we have so you have no idea. Like, I've gotten a lot. <laughs> so, people are so happy. That's great. And I'm trying to figure out. I was trying to get like Vicky to come sit in my spot, so. I didn't like, I'm like, how do I do this? But people are really excited. And I think it's something that we get questioned about all the time, specifically around cannabis, but we also promote health and wellness here. And, mm. and, and, and for people's stress and all of that, I mean, the things you do are super important, um, but we'll get to you in I'm a second. Promote some health and wellness. She was asking for some weed. <laughs> Oy vey. Oy vey. I love this podcast. Uh, yeah. Hey, you <laughs> have the, the, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Thank you. Uh, it smells delicious. What, oh, this is the, ah, the Bovita. I like that Bovita. That cool? Interesting. Were they giving that away or did you yeah. buy that? I love um, Actually, a friend, a wonderful friend of us gave it to us, Jonathan Hirsch. Oh, that's Isn't a, that nice? Very earthy. Yeah. Mm. And it keeps what is it very that? well. Uh, this is something called with, bright, um, with, bright with some lemonine in They're it. Like There's You can smell the lemonine. You can nice. smell the terpenes yeah, in there. Okay, so hold on. Uh, cultivar. Uh, so cultivar. It stands for it's it's if you have a grower who's growing cannabis, when they grow different genetics, they're called cultivars, which literally means like cultivated. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, cultivated variety is basically the what it's short for short form is. So if you say OG Kush or you say cupcake or you say uh, orange, orange cookies. Co cookies, right? Which <laughs> have car right like a uh, gauge. Gage makes that stuff. Anyway, um, yeah, and Rami was in the other day. And so uh, if you, when you say those names, you're really talking about a cultivar because those are the strains okay. that, they're, that they're cultivating. So what cultivar are you smoking these days? I don't smoke cannabis. Oh, sorry. Ah, you're not going to catch me, woman. That's not going to happen. No, I don't smoke cannabis. I vape cannabis. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I vape cannabis. Yeah. Actually, um, CW4, which you, oh, you're right. That's, yeah. yeah, yeah, from uh, John Chasen, which is like probably an extinct cultivar, 
that he somehow genetically brought back to life from ancient times. <laughs> and if you see him, he's walking with Moses and Jesus. Uh, no, but I, I'm just saying. Anyway, um, so yeah, I, uh, I appreciate it because I, I don't get that high and the low and the, it's just like even and it's, you know, wine puts me to sleep, to be honest. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's super. Well, it's forty two percent THC, actually. Yeah, forty two percent. Yeah, you probably never heard of it before. Yeah, never exactly. Seen yeah, I, I looked at the genetic. I actually looked at his like his genetic testing. What's so, the CBD percentage? Yeah, so it doesn't. I don't really know. Yeah. It, <laughs> it, was, like it was. It was. Yeah. It, <laughs> uh, it, this had like has a very minimal amount of, of what CBD. What are you using it for? For in that case. Yeah. I use it, no, 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 actually, so you don't get, no, it's not like that at all. Yeah, I was actually using that stream certainly just to feel good. To uh, feel good? Yeah, like so physically? overall well-being, sense of well-being. So I don't drink much, I don't drink much. And uh, so I, we were out and people were drinking and if I drink wine, I'll go to sleep. Do you not feel tipsy from like a glass of kombucha? I'm like, whoa. Really? <laughs> really? Yeah, I never drink. I'm like, That's not alcohol, that's just fermented tea. No, I, I think guess the fermentation process can... Uh, I think it's like 0.5%. I think you're point lying to me. <laughs> well, <laughs> I feel po great. Point of shit. No, so uh, I, honestly, that was purely for lifestyle purposes. There was no medicine involved with that. Okay. But the truth is, it will it, it, it certainly helped people with anxiety and PTSD. And what's it called again? You won't ever find it. It's only his strain. It's called CW4. Like it's his own tissue cultured like That's strain. Cool, so man. it doesn't exist anywhere. It was good, you, in your pocket. Not mine, in his, yeah. I mean, <laughs> true, fair enough, fair enough, yeah. No, so for me to medicate, if I'm medicating, for me, it's mostly for pain. I have a lot, a lot of pain. So um, just from uh, all my injuries in sports. Mm. So I use a, a much higher CBD strain. Actually, Mango Haze would be my, like, my favorite, um, my favorite strain to medicate. Because uh, it's a balance, it's pretty balanced. It's like four to six percent THC and like eight to twelve percent CBD. So it's almost like a one to two. For me, a one to two is re like ratio one to two, one to three is really good for my pain, if for pain in general. Yeah. Uh, for those who are listening. Okay. Yes. Here we go. Okay. Katrina. Wow. I'm actually really glad you're here today. Um, one, because you you let me know that. You know, May is like a month to have this these conversations. It's masturbation May, everyone. Woo. Yes. Woo, woo. I knew so, I was born in the right month. So. <laughs> is it your birthday? Okay. Okay. <laughs> Guys. <laughs> all right. Sorry. Here we go. No, I'm just so kidding. Sorry. Here it starts. How could this go wrong at all? It can't. So um, <laughs> in our clinic, as, um, as cannabis in the last couple of months... I would say we've noticed, I've noticed a, an increase in the questions around sexual health and cannabis use. Mm -hmm. I could come at it certainly from a science perspective and tell you how the cannabis is affecting, uh, uh, from what we know, we don't really know all that much, by the way, uh, but it seems that it's very positive for most people. We don't, we need a lot more studies on it. I'd like to see a lot more basic research on it, but the question of uh, how is cannabis, um, useful during uh during sex and uh how is it beneficial to overall uh sexual well-being is really important uh has come up and a lot of companies uh have popped up in the last couple of months uh high on love for example i don't know if you know them no i don't they're a great company 
and they make a lubricant and she came i think she came from like the adult uh there's a, a word for that i can't think of uh you know when they make toys and stuff mm-hmm. i was gonna say confectionery but it's not <laughs> like food adult. novelty that's the word i'm looking for <laughs> very close. Uh, and she comes from the i was ad- just gonna wait for him to come up with her <laughs> i was gonna shut up all right uh not that i'm not on uh anyway i'm comfortable enough so uh, the adult, she comes from the adult novelty world, and then they started developing uh, CBD-infused lubricants and things like that. Mm. Um, but before you even get to that point, you have to be comfortable with yourself, and you have to be comfortable with your body, you have to be comfortable with sexual health in general. And I think one of the things that a lot of, a lot of physicians, and that's why I'm here to learn as well, uh, we don't talk about because we're uncomfortable talking about it, is that like we don't talk about how what the benefits are of um, of sex and sexual well-being, including masturbation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I think those things are really important to talk about, and I think we need to talk about them. But before we do start talking about that, um, I want to ask you a question. You, start, you had a post a couple weeks ago, and I commented on it. Um, it had to do with social media. And you you were commenting about some sexual adventure that you went had, and that you I don't know, you were talking about it on social. Yeah, I know one of the billions. But then I'm assuming right now there's a lot of objectifying of women on social media. I find that I could be totally wrong, but I find that I find there's a lot of objectifying, uh, and people like you have guys that are sending like. Direct. I've I've learned all this stuff now. I was like, when somebody like I had a conversation with Naz, and um, I don't know, we were out at, at a dinner, and I find out like there's people that like direct message women, mm. and like like this crazy shit. Pics. Yeah, like yeah. pics. Yeah, the whole not videos. just pics, videos, and they make these comments. Like I just don't understand what gives anybody the right to do something like that. But the objectification of 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 women. I, I would say it's more often by women, by men than to towards women. It, I mean, it's just that's just what it is. Just go to any club and you'll see it. How is it that you deal with that? Because you must get it all the time. And I remember you made a comment about it. And I think it's so important because everybody's on social media right now. Mm. And just because you're doing what you do to yourself. And like, say, you know, when you talk about masturbation and you just finished masturbating, doesn't give somebody else the right to on social media mm. to then, you know, comment and say all this other nasty shit or does it? Okay, this is a good question. Or does it because you're opening and inviting those questions? Are you opening and inviting those questions by putting it on social media? So I could get really mad. And at first I used to be quite offended when I would get dick pics. Can I just, can I just, I'm going to interrupt you. I didn't even introduce you. Oh, hi everyone. Guys, I'm going to go back to that question, but first okay. I got to introduce you. I've, before, yeah, hold your thoughts. And, um, and, uh, and yes, so who is Katrina? I'm actually looking at, <laughs> look, look, there you are. My bio. I've got her bio up here, wow. but you call yourself an, in, uh, a sexual empowerment coach. Yeah. Tell, tell me about who you are and, and all about how you got to where you are right now. And then we'll go back to that question. I'm sorry, guys, for stopping that. But I just thought you, we need to qualify her before we, oh, yeah. you know, 
thoughts. Yeah. You know, we got to, before you start talking about My it. street cred. Street cred. No. Yeah, but just tell me who you are. I think okay. it's fascinating what you do, and you've changed the lives of hundreds of people. So oh. I think those things are, and no, but that, I've referred people from my clinics to go and talk to you. I tell people about you all the time. Thank you. Yeah, go follow um, Pleasure, Pleasure Priestess. Priestess. That's me on Instagram. Right. <laughs> so, I, yeah, no, but I, I tell people all the time to go and do that because a lot of people have issues with, um, whether it's trauma, usually it's around trauma and old, mm. you know, I'm a big, I read a lot of Gabor Mate. And yeah, 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 well, he basically talks about, you know, childhood trauma affecting all of our issues today. And how our addiction, yeah. sex addiction. 100% is all because of trauma. because of trauma. But so I and when people present like that, I just say go read your stuff. Cool. Anyway, so tell us a little about you and like what happened with your life that got you to where you are. We already know about Rena. <laughs> uh, okay, <laughs> so I was I was like born and raised in a really conservative Christian environment. So the land of contrast was rich and I was always interested in sex, but there was literally nothing. And I was a snoopy motherfucker of a kid. Like <laughs> when I babysat anyone, shout out to anyone whoever I babysat for, I snooped every cupboard, every drawer. Cause okay. I wanted to find like condoms. I wanted to find a dildo. I wanted to find like anything. We didn't have cable TV but other people did. So I would watch Sex with Sue at night. You guys remember that show? Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, and I would have like the remote at the ready to change it to some cartoon because I did, <laughs> like everyone was Christian. Nobody talked about sex, but I was fascinated. So you were super religious. Super religious, yeah. Um, yeah, like no sex before marriage hammered into you. Um, the The books for sex education were like, sex is a beautiful gift from God, which I actually would probably say that sentence now as an adult, but mean an entirely different uh, right. thing. From source, you would yeah. say maybe. You would yeah. leave out the word God. I would try to leave God out of, like, yeah, I've, out like, of my life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, every life. <laughs> Sorry, I come from a religious background okay, too. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I've, I worked on like making peace with the word, but that's a whole. With the word freaking, God? Yeah. We need to have that conversation. I honestly found God through cannabis. Yeah. Oh, like, excellent. Super stone in nature. Yeah. I was living in Sudbury. source. I found source in spirituality. One maybe. day, Ira, you'll be able to say God, yeah. and it'll be beautiful. <laughs> but it's just not today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, anyways, I grew up super snoopy, total sexual famine in the land of Chatham, Kent, Ontario. Where are you uh, from? Chatham, oh Kent, Ontario. Okay, I've heard of Chatham before. Yeah, right? You feel this, right? Maybe you've heard of the Wheels <laughs> Inn. Chatham, and we joked that they didn't have running water in Chatham. Okay. There we go. And like, no cum either. Um, no. Okay. Um, oh, here we go. How can we go wrong? Dr. Price, he says, okay. we're going to keep it super professional Okay, okay here. so oh, we'll, we'll bring it back. I did go to school As long as you sexuality. say whatever you want. So that's pretty professional. Um, oh, I, yeah, okay. At Western. Oh, you did? I was one of the first graduating classes um, with a degree in sexuality studies. Really? Yeah. I had no idea. I know. Well, yeah, I watched a lot of gay porn. I right. talked about like, what does it mean to be a sexual person? What is sex? That's what most people do on the internet. Yeah, I just got to pay thousands of dollars to do it at school. Wow. Great. Huh? All right. Oh, that's what you did? We Hold on, you got to watch gay porn? Yeah. I oh. remember this one class, and it was called, I think it was called like uh, sexual personhood or something. And it was really interesting because I was super uncomfortable, like sitting in a classroom environment watching like gay porn and being like, okay, 
like <laughs> but you were what? breaking it apart yeah, yeah or we whatever. were totally critiquing yeah, yeah. it and and talking about these things be late. <laughs> that's remember when i was talking about that show i'm interrupting i interrupt uh, by the I way know. you you haven't seen me on like uh, on yeah yeah i'll interrupt I'm like, I gotta every talk louder. he talks yeah. so loud and so I talk fast loud, i'm gonna talk over top of you that's just what happens yeah don't you remember okay so remember when i was talking about me what's a major mike mike me the the internet guy no 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 the the rapper who who made who did all those videos and was like how do we get people to actually learn how to how to change a light bulb and snake a drain and so he made porn with it and had people learn how that and everybody learned like it it went from like 10% learning to 90% learning yeah, Just, they say it takes like 400 synapses in your brain to learn a new thing, but only 40 with play. So really? If, yeah, so if you're learning something with play, and sex is adult play, you know? Right. Like, yes, we can learn a lot through sex, so right. we should totally sneak some more education into porn if we were smart. Well, that's what he did. So that, that there's a whole Brilliant. show on him doing that. I and love he, it. he put it to the test. Like, he took people and tried to, and tried to teach them how to, uh, like, he put a video up, this is how you snake a sink. How did it this get is how you change a life. Oh, know. he did gay. He did all types of porn. Were like, they like sneaking a drain while and they having were like, what's while they were while they were having. Yeah, they were actually that. Wow. And, and but learning went up ninety percent. Like there was an objective outcome. I love that people are studying this because it gives me such hope for being well, an academic. I think he was just trying to. <laughs> I don't think he was trying to study it. He was trying to just show that he measured the percentage. He did. Me well, he did. He just. He did, he, and he tried selling it to the community college. Yeah, he did. You watched it? Yeah. Or I told, yeah. yeah. This guy sounds great. No, he's a rapper who does no, this. Double great. <laughs> double great. <laughs> no, he is great. <laughs> no, like he is amazing. He's great. And like, no, we should like seriously, I think when I said no, I meant it as in like, no, he's a relic. It's awesome. Okay, great. Anyway, <laughs> he also convinced the Crips and Bloods to get together and create Crip Cola. Anyway, oh. it was really good. It was, he was, yeah, he was trying to take the, uh, the um what's that killer, killer mike, mike. Oh, killer that's mike. it killer, killer mike. mike yeah yeah oh he was trying of to take the discrimination like yeah he was uh, totally off topic i'm like i have no idea what you're talking yeah, yeah. about <laughs> that's what i'm talking about yeah, yeah you got to watch that anyways okay. All right. so you went to school i went to school for sexuality yeah and then i went to more school to be a midwife and i delivered a bunch of babies oh. i'm actually going back to school in the fall to finish that degree i've taken a five-year break really wow this is my first time saying it and like what is this, the internet? I'm going back to school. Um, yeah. I hate yeah. school. Yeah, I'm not, I don't hate, I don't love school either, but oh, I only have a year and a half left. Okay, so I studied midwifery and- You could get totally off topic here. That's just okay. how we roll. Okay, cool. There is, we just flow. That's it, we're in flow all the time. Love it, love it. So I was practicing giving like pap smears on my friends, like, cause we had to learn these skills, you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> Like honestly, because I hey, can I use you as a model? We never did that. That wasn't my medical yeah. school experience. So like you can imagine that like cracks you open a bit, right? And you came from a very you were still in a very religious Crack environment. Open, yeah. You went to Western from a very religious environment. Uh huh. Wow. Okay. Yeah, you're pick, you're putting all the pieces. I'm trying together. to figure it out. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. Okay, so, so that cracked me up, and I was also studying at Laurentian in Northern Ontario, a bunch of hippies who were, like, getting stoned and, like, doing yoga naked in their backyard. So I'd, like, go to my that friend's house, and she'd already be fun. naked, and I was like, okay, <laughs> so this is normal. And so that, right. so that like, it, really it, started right. to break that down for me, that nudity is normal. I was being exposed to sexuality through midwifery, but not in a sexual way. It's just, like, 
Where's your cervix? It's very clinical. How do I find your ovary? Like, oh, I'm just getting comfortable with a female body in a way that, I mean, lots of people feel really scared even getting changed in a public pool, you know, like taking their clothes off. Nudity is really hard for most women. The number one thing that makes women insecure in relationships is body image. And so body image and sexuality are so, so linked. So that was kind of the beginning of my practical journey. Um, Do you think, and that's our conditioning? Yes. I I think that, I mean, it's probably multifactorial, but most of it is related to to confirmation bias of our past belief system. Yeah, babies aren't covering their genitals when they emerge from the womb. No. They're like, ah! And you shower in front of your kid and you're naked in front of your kid till they're five years old or whatever it is, like nobody cares. And all of a sudden, somehow you got to start covering yourself up. Well, yeah, and because we don't talk about sex, there's a level of shame that most parents pass down to their children because you have to acknowledge this part of your body. And most people don't even acknowledge, thank you, um, genitals. Like most people weren't given accurate names for their genitals. We didn't even understand the internal clitoris until the late 90s. That's how, that's women's pleasure organ. Yeah, it's all the same shit, you know, like let's hide this stuff because it makes people happy and healthy. Wow, that's a really good point. Holy smokes, it's so true. You know, I never even thought of it like that. But that's really what we do as a society, right? We try to, anything that makes us as individuals or gives us individuality, we have to quash. That's sort of the history of the world. Yeah. And if it makes you an individual, well, sorry, it's not good. You got to listen to us because we know best. Otherwise, you're an outlaw. Self-expression, right? This is, I think, our, our biggest challenge and the biggest regret of people who are dying is like, I wasn't really myself. I wasn't self-expressed. I didn't love as much as I could have. You know, like we're really, we have a hard time just being ourselves on loudspeaker. And I think that's, if I had to encapsulate the kind of the pulse of the sexual woes of the planet right now, it's that same thing as well. Mm -hmm. Like we're just trying to pretend to be something that we're not so that we feel desired or attractive. And we're not having sex in ways that we actually want to because we have lost the skill to play and to like really know moment to moment right. what we want. And I'm sure- There's always so much emotion behind this sexual, mm-hmm. the act of, of sex, uh, the, the, it's that whole belief system of how we have to have it. And it takes away that, that sort of pleasure of it, that whatever, whether it's am- animalistic or not, the physical expression of it we think has to mean more yeah. than what it is. And even if we think about like, what does the word sex mean? I don't know. Exactly. So lots of people will think, oh, that's, that's penetrative sex. And we've put all of these walls around our sexuality because we have governed it so much, um, which really makes some people wrong, some people right, and erases a whole bunch of other people. Mm-hmm. Because lots of people will never have penetrative sex because they're not fucking into it. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? Really? And some yeah. people can't. And some people can't. And also, that's not what sex is. So I want to just acknowledge as well that if you felt turned on, your sexual energy is engaged, and then you do something with it, you're having sex. Mm-hmm. So if I feel interesting, so just to make Dr. Iris super uncomfortable, <laughs> so, so you know, I don't think there's many things in the world anymore that can make me feel uncomfortable. So, so for example, but I, I mean, I'm already there. Right. No, that's. I think as a physician, uh-huh. this is super important for us to understand because I think most people have issues around all of this. Yeah, and this is really important for consent as well because 
So say my sexual energy is engaged. I'm like feeling turned on and I'm being like really present with you and I'm like engaging that. that. Yeah. One, we'd probably have like a better conversation because right. I'm just being like present and like engaged. So like being turned on is good for the whole world. Right. <laughs> I'd agree with that. On, yeah. Okay. So that's one. Now say your sexual energy was also engaged yeah. and you were also like being really present mm. with me and we're <laughs> like, like ah, okay. can't do that then yeah. all of a sudden we just through like connection looking at each other we could just be eye fucking you know what i mean <laughs> you can you can be you can be having Perfect. sex with the whole world all the time if you want to right okay and if i the other thing is is if your sexual energy was engaged and i felt that and i wasn't into it then i can have a boundary and just be like oh like that's not how this is going right now just with my energy and when we're aware like you mean you just withdraw from it yeah or there's subtle ways like if you were um like implying something or you know just i think we can tell when people are being like flirty with us or right. using their sexual energy um, with us and we're not into it, there's ways to direct that conversation where you could just be like, I'm mm. not going there right now. Gotcha. Or like, I'm kind of uncomfortable. Or like, right. what's going on here? The Do you have something to say? body language plays a really important part yeah. in that whole thing. Yeah. And so when we just talk about sex as being like penetrative sex, penis in vagina sex, then what happens is all of this muddiness that happens before sex what's that that's just like this confusing muddy area where people violate each other's boundaries because oh it's not sex does that make sense it does actually yeah. interesting uh, <clears throat> it's such an interesting way to look at it because yeah I, everything before that seems to be okay then because sex is advanced sex is advanced technique like right. penetrative sex is advanced we need to be practicing intimacy and boundaries and understanding the smaller units of our sexuality which is just our sexual really energy interesting. before we can become expert levels at like having sex with each other. Most of us don't even understand where our erectile tissue is fully um, or what sexual energy feels like coursing through our own bodies. And then we smush ourselves against another person and we expect like miracles to happen. No. So do you think, so do you think that it's more important to learn yourself first? Uh, yes. Is, so that's a yes. Masturbation is that a yes or is that, That's is a that... hell fucking yes. Like, know your own body. Do not fuck someone else until you have fucked yourself thoroughly. Okay. She says that with a very <laughs> <laughs> quote of the day. Okay. Uh, yeah. Really? Masturbation is the foundation of our sexuality. I mean, it does, one, teach you what who you are, what you like. You learn your own boundaries of like, dislike. Yeah, if but, you want to try new things, like for example, if I had never used cannabis with with sex or sexual energy, whatever you want to call it, um, and then I just tried to do it with another person, that would maybe be confusing because say I had like a big emotional release or I got really anxious, then I'd be like, oh, was that like something that was happening with my partner or was that the cannabis? Say I already, so I've got like this new beautiful bud here. So say I masturbated with this first and was like, wow, that made me, you know, super sensitive. I had like a really beautiful energetic orgasm. And then like, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> we won't get into all the details. Okay. But then say I decided to have partner sex after that, then I would like know what was coming for me. I think we, we need to know ourselves sexually before we complicate. I think it's responsible right. to know how to- I agree with that. Right? I think it is responsible. But how do you then, but then how do you, ex 
how do you tell somebody that that has there are a lot of people that we see um whether it's in family practice or wherever that come in and will say um, they one they think I mean, religion gets involved with all this crap. So somehow somebody's going to hell, uh, like for you know for for masturbating. But not only that, one uh, they just don't feel good doing it. Mm. So is that they just don't know themselves yet? How do you start? How do you start bridging a gap like that to somebody? But I can't even talk about cannabis yet because they haven't. They don't. They're not even sure how it's good for their own well-being. Okay, so you want to touch on why. Like no, I don't sex. even want to touch on why it's good for the well-being yet. I want to touch on how do we get to, how wanting? do we, how yes, wanting the wanting part. How do the you deal wanting. with how do you deal with that emotional side to say it's okay? How do you deal with somebody who it doesn't want to uh, play, like masturbate, but yet knows that maybe it is good for them, and then we can talk about all those things. Well, I think first of all, we just need to accept ourselves as we are. Okay? Right. Because I had this whole mission. So I um, was in like a long-term committed relationship where I didn't want to have sex anymore. And that's really what got me truly fired up about figuring this stuff out. And I made it this mission to want to want sex. And mm -hmm. what that led me down was this pathway of realizing that it was okay to not want to have sex, but I wanted to figure out how to be sexual with myself and how to have a sexual relationship with myself so that I knew how I would want to have sex in the future mm -hmm. with another person. So if you don't want to have sex, that's totally cool. You don't have to have sex ever again. And just like if, if that's something you're dealing with, feel the relief in your body as you're given that permission to never want to have sex ever again. Like you don't have to change yourself and that often will make you want to have sex sooner than if you decide that you need to want to have sex. If you can actually look at your life and try to understand why you don't want to have sex. What if people, right, which is mostly around trauma, I find a lot of it is around, not mostly, I find a lot of it is around trauma. So For how, sure, trauma. And then also consider that you might not like sex because sex isn't giving you what you want out of sex. You're not having sex that feels good. Just like if you only ever ate shitty food, like that didn't taste good to you. Right. Maybe you wouldn't have a great relationship with food, right? And you wouldn't. You would even want to avoid meal times or whatever. You know, if your food always tasted like crap, like it was your least favorite food, that was the only thing you got, and then you would have like obligatory eating sessions. Of course, there'd be a lot of trauma around food. So, these are all good points. Okay. I have a question. Yeah. Can I ask yes. Katrina a question? Yeah. Well, I mean, I have so so much <laughs> oh, to talk sorry. about. I know you have so. This okay, is go. So relevant. You so, no, go on. I read an article about how. Um, Young people today, uh, ages 18 to 30, are having much less sex than they used to mm. 10 years ago, 20 years ago, so on and so forth. And they, the article was relaying it to social media and the fact that we no longer really connect with ourselves anymore. We rely so much on these outside sources. We don't even talk to our spouses anymore. Everyone's da 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 da, -da. Hmm. What do you think about that? I'd love to hear your thoughts on uh, that. Yeah, I'm really interested in this as well because I think the way that we have sex is going to change like more online on mind fuckery. Right. You okay. Know? Yeah. I think, but yeah, intimacy, we're in a total intimacy famine, which to link back to your first famine, question right? about like, why are people sending me dick pics when I'm just talking about masturbation? I can't believe you even remembered that. I just remembered it. And I was like, oh, eventually I'll get back there. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think we're sexually starved. We have this plethora of like Victoria's Secret, like 
imaging of really surface level sexuality that kind of pulls us, it's like the hook into sexuality. We're like, oh, that's sexy, I feel something. But that is like the, the white sugar of sex. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, that's tasty. And then I feel like it, it's just not satisfying. It's not, not deeply nourishing. It disappears very quickly. Yeah, and so what people are really hungry for right now is intimacy and connection. And they're not getting that from the sex that they're having. This is why people go down dating apps and then they just talk for weeks because they just want a fucking friend. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like we want connection right now and safety. And I think a lot of us don't feel safe to have sex. If you're not used to having face-to-face conversations with people and feeling comfortable, why would you want to have sex? That's like next level version of the, stu- the shit that already gives you anxiety. So this isn't a problem that's isolated with sex. This is a problem with our whole sociology. You brought up a really so in- interesting. No, but you brought up a really interesting point. So, I mean, I think maybe then the first question is before we even talk about, are you comfortable having sex, even having sex with yourself? Do you talk to other people? Do you have friends, right? Are you socially isolated? Mm-hmm. Do you get out? What do you do to relax? What because do you, right. if your nervous system is chalked up on fight, flight, freeze, fawn, like all of those reactions, it is not telling you to have sex. And right. most people are in constant trauma and like a trauma loop, right? Like in the past. So they're up in their head and their body's not even allowing them to want to have sex because that's a bad idea for your body because it thinks you're you know, in a trauma It's ready crisis. to go, right. It's ready it's, to go. It's like, I got to get the fuck out as quick as I can. Yeah, so what are you doing to relax and to lower your stress? Because we forget, you know, people are like high achievers and they're like, well, now I hear masturbation's good for me, but I don't even want to masturbate. So I'll do that on Tuesday night at 7.30 p.m. for one hour. You know, it's like fucking hell. Like, can we be nice to ourselves? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, what do you actually want to fucking do well. right now? Yeah. Take a nap. God damn it. Yeah. Like- I hear you. So I actually, I mean, I'll bring this back to one of the reasons why I think cannabis is beneficial mm. for, uh, for sexual health. And that's because um, both THC and CBD are beneficial. It's beyond just the physical. Mm-hmm. The emotional side of stress relief and quality of life improvement with the use of THC is also beneficial in the enhancement of sexual desire. And that relaxation that you get Mm. lets you take your mind off. And one of the largest things they find in these studies um, (laughs) that, that, uh, right? I like the the, these studies, quote them later. Um, Are you a doctor? Are you even a doctor? Are you even like a doctor? Uh, I don't know. So maybe like on Tuesday, um, sorry, I don't know. <laughs> um, is is the idea that with relaxation, you and the use of cannabis, which helps relax you, which helps take your mind, alleviates that stress that you get from you know your whole daily activity and decreases anxiety in general. Mm-hmm. Now allows you to enjoy the pleasure of being intimate and having sex more. Totally. And that's one of the that's the, one of the non physiological reasons for. Uh, for for using cannabis during uh, se- for sexual health. Now, there's a physiological reason why cannabis helps to decrease anxiety because perhaps you know it improves five uh, HT up reuptake inhibition, which means serotonin. Is it a vasodilator as well? It depends where, but yes, um, it's bronchodilator as well. Yeah, and 
Yeah, there's lots of things that it does, but yes, one of those things. CBD, for example, totally causes muscle relaxation and hypotension because it vasodilates your 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 arteries. Um, Which means you can have stronger erections. You possibly can have, yeah, you could have a stronger erection. Yeah, yeah. But you'll also have, uh, yeah, and you'll be able to get an erection because you're not stressed out. And girls have erections too. Of course. Just in case you didn't know. And they have just as much erectile tissue as men. It's just hidden. Yeah. It's, just can't see it. Just, well, ours started off high like and yours. Go find it on so, admission. <laughs> but ours started off like yours in embryology. We you just got it until we, week twelve. That's right. Oh, look at you, huh? Yeah. Hey. hey. Here. Oh, that's very good. I can't even trick you. No, she knows. Um, so yeah. So that's that. So THC would be specifically good for relaxation. CBD for vasodilation, but also to muscle relaxation, right? If you're totally, you know, um, if you have like trismus, if you're like closed off. Vulvodynia. Yeah. Vaginismus. Yeah, exactly. We do not understand pussies in general. And they there are we go. speaking to us people. <laughs> yeah. They're like, you're, not ready. Don't right. want to do that. And we're like, how about I just trick you? Like right. we used to prescribe <laughs> numbing creams to women who were having vulva pain. And I just want to say to anyone listening who has vulva pain or pain during sex, like your body is wise straight up and cannabis can totally help attune you to your own body's yeah. wisdom. It'll also help decrease your pain. Yeah. Uh it's great. During, yeah, so it won't can, numb you. Yeah, it won't numb you and cannabis will it won't numb you at all, but it'll help decrease your pain sensation. What during, a magical plant. It is a magical really? plant. Seriously? It really kind of does mm-hmm. a lot of things. Um actually, so even during orgasm. So you have your endocannabinoid system. So your body produces that stuff. And during orgasm like fin, like through climax, you you and this is actually in randomized control trials, if you can believe it. I you, love to th- just imagine how they. This is why I told things. you to watch Master. Um, what's it called? What What's the name of that show? Uh, what's that? N- no, no, no. Master That's <laughs> Masturbates. <laughs> no, wrong one. It's um, something in yeah, Masters. You told me about um, this. Something anyway. That yeah. show. It's called uh, um, Johnson and Master. Master and Johnson. Something like that. Um, yeah, John. Masters and Johnson or Johnson and Masters, something like that. They did all of the, uh, it's a Netflix show. Uh, no, maybe it's not on Netflix. Masters and Johnson, that's what it is. It's or Masters of Sex. That's the name of the TV show. And it's about Masters and Johnson. And they did all of the research in the beginning. They mm-hmm. were laughed at. It's kind of like what we do around cannabis. But they were laughed out of the halls, looking at how long like erections last, how long orgasm lasts. They, mm-hmm. All the knowledge we have right now, a lot of it was done based mm-hmm. on them. Yeah, it was really, really, really cool. But uh, I, I don't remember where I was going with that whole conversation. Do you remember? Right. So the endocannabinoids. So during and how uh, in the month climax, of May you're not gonna have to smoke because right. you'll have plenty you're, endocannabinoids. Right. You're gonna have lots of endocannabs, <laughs> but you Perfect. increase you increase two AG, which is an endocannabinoid. So through climax. Through climax. Yeah. So I didn't know that. Yeah. See how? Woo-hoo! <laughs> um, I could quote that study too. Um, so. We know that the endocannabinoid system is pretty highly involved with uh, sexual health. Ooh. Yeah, that's our own I body's reaction. Lots of people, pretty I think, cool. will say like they get stoned and then they go through a phase of like wanting to stretch and then they go through a phase of just wanting to uh, have sex. Yeah, you know, like this is one of the phases of it's, being stoned for a lot of people. Yeah, I, I mean, why exactly it happens? We're not we're not fully certain, to be honest. Um, 
we we don't have a lot of the answers when it comes to why cannabis helps. It could be that a lot of these things are sexual lubricants. One THC absorbs a lot quicker. Most things absorb a lot quicker vaginally. Uh, you know, for example, people you and this is really bad. People used to uh, infuse like tampons with mm-hmm. alcohol. I remember and, hearing that. And, with, with cannabis. And you know, but the alcohol ones, they'd end up in the hospital because yeah, you'd end up scary. with like a little bit of alcohol, and you'd end up like super, super toxic because yeah. it absorbs so quickly through those mucous membranes. So now you can use like you can use cannabis enemas. And uh, about ten years ago, I was giving Crohn's patients, Ooh. and uh, and it, they work really well. There's actually some good evidence for the use of cannabis in Crohn's, mostly oh, yeah. THC, uh, in in Crohn's disease, but. Vaginally using like lubricants, a lot of these people are coming up with the lubricants now. CBD infused lubricants. One. Oh, you did? Yeah, from Foria. Oh yeah, Foria, exactly. Yeah. So Foria. This is called Awaken. It's a CBD one. Yeah. So the question is, what does it actually do? Is it the, is it the lubricant? It feels relaxed. But the. And by it, I mean my vulva. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right, but but my like the. It, we're not really sure the science fully behind it. It could be. Do we need to? Doctor? No, but we do. <laughs> we do need the science because if we're going to reproduce these right. things, you need the science. You're right. What's that? Are you alive there, Al? Oh, we have Al, by the way. He's Al. Yeah. Al. Yeah, Al. <laughs> I don't know. Al, all of a sudden, pipes in. He's on the speaker. He's like the little guy, like who, the thing in the corner. Who cor- is that? Al is the guy that's putting this on 420 Al Radio. Oh. Al Rap. You there, oh, hey. Al? Yeah, I'm here. I'm just listening. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought there was a weird Al. echo of your own voice. I was like, so what's weird. happening with the sound right now? Well, Al, Al, with the, uh, I don't know what you were, who you were talking to there, but the Shatterizer is working for you. I don't know. Is it? Okay, so we were talking okay. about health and why people should masturbate and how to right. want to want masturbate. Yes. So, but I'm, well, we just, I mean, I think for, we also spoke about like why cannabis is good. Yeah. But so now let's say, can, well, great, cannabis is good, but if somebody's not willing to try it, then, then they're not going to know. So cannabis can help them get to that point mm-hmm. because it can help decrease the trauma. It helps decrease definitely. It can in, help regulate your nervous system. It, it does. Um, no, but it, it's specifically in PTSD, patients that suffer mm. from PTSD and trauma. Um, cannabis is helpful. THC is beneficial. Cool. Yeah. And it, it helps regulate your nervous system through different mechanisms, of course, yeah. but it'll help you get to that point. Yeah. Uh, it could help you get to that so point. So if you don't want to use cannabis, then you just need to figure out how ways to regulate your nervous system okay. without using cannabis. Like what? So um, buying like a big bag of rice, this is something I always recommend, dried rice, and just lay it across your hips um, and just lay down with like your legs elevated. Do that for like 10 minutes a day. It totally um, helps you regulate your nervous system. Wow. Really? Just having weight on you. Yeah. You is that know, a thing? Yeah, totally. Like weighted blankets. You've heard of these? No. no. I've never no. heard of weighted blankets? No. no. Wow, let's welcome, go. Welcome. Let's go. Like drop in knowledge. Yeah. I like yeah, the drop in knowledge. Amazing. So yeah. what are we talking about? So <laughs> if your nervous system is in um, your parasympathetic, right? Where it's like No, sympathetic. sympathetic like fight or flight. Okay, fight or flight. Then you have but nothing's actually happening to you. Yeah. Okay. Your brain doesn't know the difference between real and imagined. So you have to like figure True. out how to tell your brain like, I'm cool right now get with it. We're here. We're cool. So there's some things that you can do to get your nervous system back 
into the present moment, use your senses. So just like notice like one thing from every sense. So like, what does it taste like in my mouth right now? Oh, I'll let a chocolate chip melt in my mouth. That's good for your nervous system. <laughs> okay? okay. That's good. If you can be like, oh, what am I looking at right now? You can just like lightly brush and be like, what does that feel like on my fingertips? Like using your senses to get you present and then having weight on your body um, is just ex incredibly grounding. It does something to your nervous system. This is why they put like, those like tight wrap things around dogs with anxiety. This is why. They do? Yes. So that I'm not a vet. Yeah, there's that and then anxiety blankets, which are these weighted blankets that have kind of like blown up the internet the past were year nuts. or two. It's I had heard thing. about that. I'm I like, thought what? it was like I thought people were just crazy. A hug, but that's like, <laughs> yeah, wow. Like, I thought you're all just crazy. It's for your nervous system. That's neat. And so that would be one tip. I mean, if you can get stoned and then have the um, bag of dried rice, you can buy these things. They're called yoga props. You know, you can get a bag of sand. Yeah. And it's like $25, $30 for this yoga prop. Or you can just buy like a cheap bag of rice. If you do that, and then vocal toning as well, like, ah, with every exhale, you do that for five minutes, you are doing really good things for your nervous system. Oh. And if, you, if you're into cannabis, couple that with cannabis to enhance it. And um, yeah, bringing, we need more rest than we need anything we do, else. Yeah. I think maybe one of the major issues is we're always on the go. Mm -hmm. Our world is all go. I mean, I'm always go. The truth is, I love go though. For me, chill mode is stress mode. It's, if I'm doing nothing, I'm like, I'm, I, I'm like, ah, I got to do something. But that I feel super relaxed when I'm doing things, though. That's good. I like, I stress out when I'm sitting. Like, I stress out when I'm sitting. Get and, a bag of rice. But I, right. <laughs> well, you know, but or if like I'm super. Absolutely. Maybe five. <laughs> right. I, I like, can I put a building on top of my, the only time you'll Ask see me. people to lay on you, <laughs> yeah. their whole body. <laughs> can you just hey. lay on me? For, sorry, what do we do? Just lay on me for five minutes. Let's just see. Let's just see. Let's just see what happens right now. I, I like that. But in yoga, you know, like when they put those big blankets, yeah. I, I've never taken one. I've never, like, I think maybe I had one class at the end. I, I do like being confined to small spaces. Like I, you know, I have, <laughs> like, I like being in an MRI machine. Like, Whoa, I've never been in one. I like I like like those. I don't like being. Con let me change that. Not confined to. Like, this is getting kinky. right. It's getting kinky. Wow. That's not what I meant. <laughs> I'm gonna change that. I I I like like. I'm definitely the opposite of claustrophobic. You like being tied up, is what yeah, you're telling us. Uh, not, yes, that's Pretty it. much. That's me. Not me. I cannot listening. deny this. Like the opposite of that. Anyway, so point being, um, I like. I don't mind being in confined spaces. Like small, okay. I'm the opposite of claustrophobic. Right, doctor, as long as I can move, like I don't know, but I, that I—that's me. Uh, is, I'm claustrophilic. Is that a word? Uh, but no, but, but I feel most relaxed when like, uh, like you're right. Now that I think about it, like when there's you know, I, as long as my head is like I need to breathe, I get too hot. I'm like a furnace, so I like get really hot. And so, like, my head is free. Like, eh, I can be like, eh. I have to move all the time, though. Buy yourself a weighted blanket. Okay. <laughs> I feel like maybe also have it, like, on you while yeah. you're making a podcast. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm thinking all of that. You know what? I just need it all over. So what are the benefits? Of health what? benefits. Health benefits of masturbation. Health benefits of, of well, healthy sex. Okay. So if we think about organs in the body, they need blood flow to stay healthy. Yeah, 
I don't know. You tell me, doctor. Well, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm not a doctor. <laughs> I'm kidding. I feel better that I'm here with a doctor, but just to disclaimer, but you're very none, right. of, none of this is a replacement for medical advice. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, right. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to write a, or a directive that says, listen to Katrina. There and you I'm go. Like, now you have it. Listen to me. Now you have an advanced directive, and it's medical advice. Wow! Cool. Okay. Well then. If I agree with it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> as, as long as I agree with it, I'll write it as a medical directive. Okay. Cool. So I think. But that this is nothing here, by the way. Is now just as disclaimer, none of this is medical advice. We're just talking. Okay. Excellent. Now go on. Okay. So you have to use your body if you want it to stay healthy. Mm -hmm. Just like basic. Use it or lose it. Use it or lose it. My teacher, Dr. Betty Dodson, turns 90 this year, and she's still orgasming on the regular. Okay. And so to me, that's, you should see it. I'll show you a picture of her. She, You posted not, one. Yeah, she does not look 90. No. She looks amazing. Yeah. Um, and I just think that's such a testament to what using your sexual energy throughout your entire lifetime can do. It's literally creation energy. It's yeah. what makes cells multiply. Yeah. We got to be doing this. You can study ancient Taoism. They knew this. They're they can teach you, if you study um, sexual Taoism, how to use your sexual energy and direct it at different organs for healing. I studied this in Thailand in January. It was madness. Really? Yeah. Give me an example. So your lungs carry a lot of grief. There's different positions that you can have sex in and different visualizations of cycling that energy and then directing it at your really? lungs. And both you and your partner use that visualization while you're having sex. Wow. And there's different prescriptions that they would give. Like thousands of years ago, we knew that sex was medicine. And I mean, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it is pretty that's cool. That's really I, cool. I just think what's, I, that this is like, this is knowledge. Amazing. This is knowledge. Yeah. This is really... Yeah. So, I mean, just that idea, good. I mean, it just adds a whole new dynamic. Yeah, sex, you can use sex it's an for intention. anything. It's an intention. There's significant, yeah. I mean, you, of course, we all have different intentions yeah. during sex, but this is like a healing intention. Yeah, so if you don't like sex right now, think about what do you like and like, why do you like it? Do you like things that are relaxing? Well, then have sex in relaxing ways. Do you like things that are exciting and fun? Then bring more playfulness to your sex life. Do you like, you know, like what do you need in your life right now? And just have sex in ways, which means using your sexual energy and doing something with it hmm. in ways that actually work for you. Um, so it can be healthy for uh, so many reasons. Lots of people masturbate to fall asleep at night. Great, you didn't take a sleeping pill. Like fucking right. awesome. Yeah, no, that 100%. Right, so that's one benefit. Another benefit would be if you have painful periods, masturbate more, get more blood flow to the area, like massage your belly. Does like decrease, decrease menstrual massage, cramping. Yep, you know, very like true. get in there. Interesting. Get in there. There are, yeah. Get in, in there. there. Get in there. There are so <laughs> many, like there are a lot of health benefits. I think the hardest part that, that we find, at least is like in our, practices is that a lot of people are in pain and mm. uh and also the notion that sex equals penetration and so mm. for a lot of people it's very difficult to i can't please x because of my pain and uh and so dealing with those things one where what is the source of your pain of course so cannabis can help but also dealing with your trauma and all those other things are super beneficial to uh to enhancing your own sexual life uh, but also, like, this idea of using sex as healing, this is knowledge. 
This is knowledge Amazing. now. Yeah, transformational. I, actually. It is. Yeah, no, it actually is because like it's, the first time it, I've it's heard such it a huge. I, yeah, it's the yeah, first time I sort of heard it of as that. well. To yeah. be honest. Yeah, this is this is it's you're right. It's sexual healing. Yeah, I I hey. yeah. It's everybody dance now. <laughs> right. Um, that's knowledge. That's knowledge right there. Yeah, like I've huge. never heard that it's before. So huge. where can I learn? I'm where gonna try it with yeah. my lungs. Oh yeah, <laughs> my lungs. <laughs> my, yeah. <laughs> My lungs. I mentioned the lungs because I was doing this this um, meditation at this, and this is the thing. I skipped the respirologist. I didn't skip it. I couldn't get to the respirologist yesterday. So my lungs oh. are all messed up. Oh. Yeah. I'll send you the sexual um, prescription. Yeah. Yeah. I want this. I didn't. I had grief no idea. Grief is stored in the lungs. That's the emotion that usually gets stuck in the lungs is oh, grief. Yeah. So I did this meditation, crazy. and one thing I'll say is everyone's like, "Yeah, I want sexual healing." I'm sorry, you're also gonna have to learn how to meditate and like focus on very subtle sensations. Like you don't just get handed sexual healing without doing work. Oh. Okay, sorry, it's not a pill. Well, you that doesn't attention. sound any fun now. I don't like the work. Yeah, so uh, you don't get to have it. The then. work is yeah. <laughs> I don't you know. Send me the prescription. <laughs> <laughs> Skip me on the prescription. Like, I'm, I'm over the work. I just want the result. I'll pay for it. <laughs> so no, but hold on. Really? Is this a thing? Yeah. Like this is a thing. Where can I read more about it? That's I, I don't oh. want the prescription. I want to read. So Mantak Chia is doing a lot of this work. He has a retreat center in northern Thailand and just north of Chiang Mai. What's his name? Mantak, M A N T A K. Oh, I got it. Put Chia? Like a like chia, chia pudding. Sea? Or a chia seed, <laughs> yeah, chia seed. Yeah. That's little chia, uh, chia seeds. No, is that yeah, all right? They make chia pudding out of chia. Seeds. Oh, they do. Okay, <laughs> I, don't, I didn't know that. What's a chia pet? A chia pet is one of those animals. They use grass? chia seeds. Right? Did they use chia they seeds use chia to make seeds. that? So those are, those that's basically chia sprouts. So they didn't tell us, but you could eat those, and those would be super healthy. Then. Hold on a second. They make chia, chia pets from chia seeds. Yeah, those are chia seeds. How do they turn green? Those are just chia. No, they <laughs> Oh, maybe that was probably. I sounded right? pretty, pretty not, not intelligent at that moment in time, did I? The seeds are I get it. The sprouts are green. But, right. Yeah. <laughs> Let's pretend I never said that. <laughs> you see? Dr. Yeah. Ask me anything you want about cannabis. <laughs> Physiology. Don't ask me to bake, cook. I could try. No, I try. Grow things. Chia pets. Really, you can eat so. Yeah. So if I, because I like chia seeds. You know where I learned about chia seeds is totally off topic. Like nothing else I talk about. Who said squirrel? Weighted blanket. <laughs> right. Weighted blanket. Weighted blanket. Weighted blanket. No, I need the weighted blanket. <laughs> but I also. Do you ever read the book Born to Run? I've heard of this. Right. Book. Born no. to Run's amazing book. It's when I stopped wearing like I used to think that I had to wear shoes with insoles and all like these high. Sh I needed all the support in the world. And then I read this book, Born to Run, and then I started writing articles after doing a lot of research on. See, if I something is in my head, I'm gonna get to the bottom of it. There's got to be some truth, hence spirit. And I don't use the word God. Right? Not yet. Uh, no, I did for a long time, and then I learned. Uh, anyway, I'm just kidding. So I'm totally kidding. I, I, everybody, I mean, just be happy. So born to run. So born to run. <laughs> right. <laughs> so born to run. Uh, the the this uh, tribe in Mexico called the Turamura. It was their name in the Copper Canyons. They would run just for breakfast, 50 miles. Like that was their morning run, just like for fun. And they would one. It was literally for fun. That's what they did. No, that's what they did as well. No, they would do 100-mile runs for killing animals. Read the book again. Um, but thanks for coming out.
Nice try. So they would do like these morning runs. They would take their four-year-old kids and they would start doing these 50-mile runs. And uh, But then once a year, they would do like this 24-hour run. They, they would do these like crazy long-distance running things. Mm -hmm. uh, and they would do them all barefoot. But back to the chia seed. So the question is, what did these guys, they were making this. So the book is about a reporter who goes, or a runner, or maybe runner reporter, I can't remember, and goes to learn about them. And yeah. they're eating this like, what the, he thought was like this nasty thing and it pudding. ended up being chia pudding and that was like their energy source their fuel to do these long runs was eating chia seeds so i started running barefoot and eating chia seeds i'm like i can do this <laughs> my, actually and, but then i noticed all my back pain started going away when i was running Amazing. Wow, cool. yeah our like like well because our body is built for axial load that's what we have a spine right it's we're erect right Homo erectus. We're, we stand up, literally. So our spine is built to stand up. So, yeah. God, I'll stand up. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> considering we're born to stand up, we're born to run. We're actually, we can pretty much outrun any animal on the planet as humans uh, over time, right? We, you, you may lose in the short term. Not me. No, right. <laughs> no, you'll lose in the short term. But in the long run, we have more stamina, stamina than any other mam mammal. We sweat. We also have more our aerobic capacity can just keep going uh, look at a cheetah a tiger lion all those guys will kill us in 500 to a kilometer but do, do animals not sweat they do but they don't regulate well they pan that's right they out their mouth like dogs that's true i've never seen an animal sweating they pan they yeah they out of their mouth <laughs> they regulate their body temperature well but you know <laughs> so anyway we'll win over time i don't know bottom line is chia, chia seeds chia seeds that was the point back to this health and sexual everything <sighs> healing. healing healing you've blown my I mind banana on your coat back by the way. this last yeah. thing mantak chia yeah check him out and he has there's some books i can read about this yeah he's written a bunch of books yeah really mm -hmm. and there's some evidence around this is yeah yeah I mean, it sounds really crazy. And when I saw him, I laughed so much because I couldn't believe how madness it is. He's like t telling you to picture like slicing your head open to like find your pineal gland and then you like open it up to the stars and like let all this violet light into your skull. And like, you know, like I basically felt like I was making shit up for four days yeah. before I finally like got it. And it was during this meditation of the lungs and we're supposed to be like removing grief from our lungs. I just like broke down crying out of nowhere. And then my teacher was kind of, it was someone who was practicing on me and she's like, okay, move to the next one. And I lost it at her really? and like left. And I realized like, oh my God, there's a lot of shit in my lungs. Wow. But I was so happy that that happened because it was, it was me like really willing to understand and experience these very subtle things that felt like I was making it up for four days. And then the moment like your brain actually connects with your visualization and you actually get it, then you experience these shifts in your body. So that's why I was just warning you, like you do have to do some work in order to tune into these more subtle things that are happening. And cannabis, I mean, for me, it helps me focus and like stay on weird trajectories that I'm not usually used to being on. It's good at that. Yeah. yeah. So cannabis can really help you if you're trying to take a more subtle or more, you know, esoteric healing approach to your sexuality. Yeah. Good combo. I mean, I think at the end of the day, nothing, it's what's not working for us right now is just traditional medicine that we're using in Western world. Yeah. We're just, you know, I think there has to be a combination of 
both the Eastern world, the Western world, and all medicines, you know, that, I mean, I am a believer in evidence. Uh, I am an evidence-based physician, but at the end of the day, an N of one is the, lar is the best study that we can do. And that's, if it works for you, it works for you. And uh, that's the best trial that we have. Yeah. And, uh, and well, the idea of having things like that have to be a randomized control trial and all this stuff. I mean, it was built by Big Pharma to exclude most most other comp most most of the small players, so that you know we can spend multi million dollars on a, on one study, um, where most people can't do that. But still, at the same time, we do have a hierarchy of evidence to which we can generalize to other people. I can't generalize things to, for example, what works for you. I can say works for you. And that's a very high level of evidence because it worked for you. There's no ev level of evidence that will get higher than to say it worked for you. Mm -hmm. But can I then say what worked for you is going to work for you? I can't say that because I don't know. I don't know if it'll work on a population level because that requires data and evidence. That's hard to do. Now, was it har is it harmful? So for me, I always look at the harms of something. Is it going to harm you to do X? And if it's not going to harm you, then why the hell not give it a shot, right? My mm. my first I, like, when I first named you know Synergy, if the 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 before it became Natural Pain and Well or uh, Natural Pain and Wellness Centers, it was uh, our motto was do no harm, then do everything else you can. And that because, you know, but then I, be, then I, I decided to take away the do no harm because I'm not a prohibitionist. And uh, I think that comes from a prohibitionist mentality instead of looking at let's work on your wellness versus prohibiting. Mm -hmm. Like just the, it's just the, the language is a little different. Mm -hmm. So I think though, I mean, you've, I've learned, like I didn't know that these things can happen and I don't see why we wouldn't introduce them into our daily lives, especially around people that nothing else is working for. And you have nothing to lose. Like there's so right. many other, totally. you know, if you take the sexual medicine prescription thing to like make your lungs better and you have sex with your partner for like 14 days in a row using a specific breath loop, like, I mean, that's just cool. Yeah, you know, that Even is if it cool. doesn't fix your lungs. Right. It'll like, fix your life. <laughs> even just having the, the yeah. yeah, like it will fix a lot of things and having, you know, the teamwork of like fixing a problem using your sexual energy. I don't know. Whenever I have a bigger intention cool. for doing something, I get way better results because there's more of a pull for a result to come through. Just like say you open this clinic just because you wanted to be rich, you'd probably it would fall apart really soon. But if you open Oh yeah, no, it would have fall apart day one. Yeah, there's yeah. no money. There's yeah. no money doing what we do. Yeah. It's, yeah. So I, yeah. when you have an intention of like wanting to Could've bring wellness, to yeah, then all of a sudden like more people come together and like things get created because you have a bigger intention. So when we have a bigger intention with using our sexual energy, really cool shit can come together. Katrina. Yeah. Pleasure priestess. It was amazing having you here. Thank you so much. Uh, Honestly, like that was really, really awesome. That was so Like super enlightening. Oh, yeah. Wow. Thank you for having me. It wasn't as awkward as I thought. No. And if you want to hear me like spout Plug away. about masturbation, I'll be going live every single day on my Instagram in May. I do this every year. Tell people where they can find you, please. Yes, you can find me at Pleasure Priestess on Instagram. You can go to my website and read my whole What's story. What's your website? KatrinaMarie.com. And um, 
Yeah, if this stuff really resonates with you and you're like, I've got work to do, but I have no idea where to begin, I've created an online course for women called Orgasmic Living and all of that stuff's on my website. Well, that's amazing. I'm like, I'm blown away. I, I love, I've, there's some knowledge that was dropped oh, that yeah. like I, I wasn't expecting. I didn't know that. And I want this information in Mantak Chia. Yeah. That's my next go-to. And I like chia seeds, so... You know, I'm totally into the game. Thank you so much for being here. We're not Thank done you. yet. Oh, you we're can, not? No, because now I have to do some news. Oh, okay. I left out today's news. <laughs> In other news. Anyway, so that was amazing. Thank you so much. Just before we go, um, just a couple things that have happened in the recent uh, last week. Not too much has happened in the last full week, but today, uh, Ken uh, Harrower, I think is his name. Ken Harrower. Uh, he's... Uh, he put in a human rights uh, challenge for the way that uh, cannabis is being sold in Ontario and uh, also the way that the medical uh, LPs are selling it. He does believes that it's not fair access for medicine. I do n agree with him, actually. I mean, you have to pay $5 for shipping. You got to pay an excise tax. And so he's challenging this. And of course, um, uh, what's his name is taking it on? Lloyd uh, is, yeah, Jack is uh, is going to be legal counsel on it. So I wish him the best of luck because uh, hopefully we'll at least be able to get off the excise tax. Right now, there's no other medicine in Canada yep. that has a tax on it. What's the percentage? It's it's a dollar per, okay. it's a dollar, it's a dollar per gram. gram so it's like 10%. Yeah, yeah. it's a ah. dollar per gram on top of the HST that you're already Whoa. paying. And the, the point of an excise tax is to try, like, like cigarettes, for example, have a massive excise tax. The things that have an excise tax, the purpose of it is to dissuade its use. Mm -hmm. That's really the reason for an excise tax. Ah, like and so, and right. So the government is in essence trying to dissuade the use of, can of cannabis, even for medical mm -hmm. purposes. So uh, there's there are some companies that are come, have come together trying to get rid of it, mm -hmm. but uh, I think it looks really poorly on the government to have this excise tax in there. Considering all the research and data that's coming out, just wait till I'm just finished. I just finished data collection on 1,200 on a 1,200 patient study. Well looking at opioids and uh, cannabis use and the decrease in opioid rates using cannabis, which is so important. It's massive. Yeah. And I mean, and we're going, my next study, this, I have a study starting in September, looking at women's health, an RCT using, uh, using cannabis to decrease menstrual cramps and, cool. or, and like, uh, dysmenorrhea, painful menstruation. Anyway. So, uh, these are all things that, that, you know, it's just an absolute ridiculous thing and they should go away. Uh, okay. So what else is happening? There was some research that just came out um, that 80% of Canadians are turning to cannabis for wellness. I love that. 80%. That is fucking massive. Phenomenal. It said, at least the study showed 80%, like 80%. 80%. Admitting to using it for wellness. Using it for wellness. Yeah. Back in 2009, the... Uh, the um, uh, what's the, what are those people who uh, who like shit? They've got the they run like a whole like they're supposed to be like neutral in the world and uh, they they uh, I don't know not Switzerland but they're in there they, they maybe it's at the Hague. What's the what do they have there? The um, what are those people? Oh my God. What is the name of that organization? United Nations. Oh, the, Nations. Woo! the UN. Okay, <laughs> all right. 
You know, the guys that do nothing. Right. Yeah. Exactly my yeah. point. Not, not right. Those guys. That's yeah. what I said. I was trying to say that. I'm like, yeah. I couldn't say that they were, right. they were nice to people. They're not. Yeah. They're horrible. Anyway, so United Nations said that 40% of the world's population uses cannabis mm. to get high. But we're looking now at double that. We're looking at 80% of Canadians using cannabis for wellness. That says something. Remember, this is wellness. We're not saying just to get high. We're saying for wellness. That's huge. And I think that has huge implications on, one, the future of cannabis and the industry at large. So I think we should continue to look at that. Uh, I think it's awesome. And uh, I don't care about what Shoppers Drug Mart is doing. And I don't care about that other dude. Okay, that's all I got for today. So... I hope everybody enjoyed it, and uh, I, I was super enlightened. Don't forget to check out Katrina's all her stuff. Mm. Rena, what do you have to say? Oh. I What's guess. happening? Anything you want to put in there? GMM is coming up this Saturday. Oh, ABCD. Global, global Marijuana March. Oh, I didn't yeah, know that. Which happens all around the world, actually. So oh, you know, even I'm not invited to these things. Nobody nope, cares about me. Actually, I got a reminder this week. So even with even legalization, uh, initially the premise was to push for legalization. Now that we have legalization, it's now pushing for reform. So come and join us uh, Saturday at Queen's Park. It's free. You'll see thousands of people there gathering, communing, smoking. Enjoying the vaping. I'll do my lots usual. Of vaping, I'll do my of, usual. Lots of edibles. Yeah. Uh, listen, Rena walked me into. Listen, we went to Canacrawl, and I literally walked into this entire smoke fest of a room, like it was disgusting. My oh, lungs were no. killing right away, and I stood in there. And I said, "I am Dr. Price. <laughs> Hi, and I'm promoting vaping. <laughs> and I even have a vaporizer. And literally, everybody laughed at me." You're sitting on this thingy oh, and it's like killing my oh, thing. There we go. Got it? Uh, yeah. And literally, Rena was there. She's some, in there. <laughs> somebody, somebody looked at me and was like, listen, old man. Remember that guy? No. Yeah. He kept saying no one cared, but they, they were listening. Well, he was there like, they ah. This one guy's like, yeah, these youngins over. And he was young hey, himself. Anthony from Hamilton Vape hasn't had a smoke since yes. the last show. And that's huge. Oh, that is this massive. Is one of the biggest smokers and one of the most influential smokers smokers in the city and he has not been smoking that's, since what makes you an influential it. smoker and how do i become oh one? <laughs> he, you know just a, he's a cannabis business owner so yeah. you know people come to him for advice and you cool. know his, his you, opinions you got you do you do you boo we do <laughs> <Yeah>. us <laughs> you know what i mean yeah and uh <laughs> but uh yeah hey you pulled out a vape today i did and for me to put a, for you to put away a blunt hey. to pull pull out the vape i'm you know here's the, nobody wanted to hear about vapor when i started it and they still don't April. but i think it's april and masturbation may this is yeah, awesome it's, back to it, back it's right. going to i think it's it's gonna build because some influencers are like are taking it up yeah like oh, yeah. even tyler put oh, away yeah. tyler put away hey. his bong oh my gosh to pick, wow. yeah and 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 picked up uh picked up a vape so you know, slowly, one better. step at I a time. I love vaping. Yeah, I usually because it's healthy. Beautiful. If yeah. you believe cannabis is good for health and wellness, it's you won't smoke. It's high too. It's it's actually. Um, I don't want to say it's a. It is. I, I know. I hate to say because I it like smoking sounds so bad, but it is. It's a little more energetic. So are you vape essential yeah. oils? No, I put a drop. It's my new favorite thing. I just have to tell you about it. Oh, cannabis drops? No, it's a turmeric oil. As long as it doesn't Ooh. have propylene glycol in, in it. My vape. No, it's Wonderful. just pure turmeric. Oh, turmeric is good. Yeah, That's you can good for everything. What? Yeah. What? Oh, What's yeah. with the no? Oh, do Dutera. Oh, 
No, but it decreases pain. It tastes so good with oh, the cannabis. But it, really, turmeric sure. has no cardiovascular benefits. Really? But Even it, though it's anti-inflammatory? But it's an anti-inflammatory. Yeah. This is all terpenes. Do the opposite? Probably. Yeah. Really? Wow. She knows all the research. She oh. makes me look dumb, too. Kidding. Thanks for hosting it. Kidding. Kidding. Um, I know. Yeah. So, listen. It was wonderful having you here. Use use your turmeric. Turmeric does have anti-inflammatory properties. And it makes it taste good. And it, Yeah. But I and yeah you yeah sure vape vape over smoke any day of the especially if you believe it's for health and wellness if it's healthy why they smoke make really it? suave like vape pens now too mm. they look quite cool you just have to be careful that it doesn't have any harmful solvent, solvent in it like or uh. like an emulsification factor or something like that like propylene glycol which is most of most of these things are are mm. mixed with propylene glycol uh, P, PG is yeah, you can use vegetable glycerin. PG though is what they use on large scales, and uh, and it's not good. We use it a lot in the hospitals in IV bags, and like, uh, yeah, we do. Yeah, so if dilantin, for example, it causes hypotension. Um, it's propylene glycol that causes it. You can get yeah. Trust me, these things I know. You can you can nod. At the end of the day, mm, you still I finished residency maybe like six years before you. <laughs> I'm still I'm still smarter than you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Listen, just, you know you just anyway. That, no, I I wouldn't take her now. Take her on. I'm like I would have no. I would lose. Um, maybe I'm just trying to be nice to you. Okay, so no, I'm kidding. She's genius. Um. Anyway, I got nothing left to say. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. <laughs>